Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rack. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue the series of Sexy Saturday and talk about the Australian petite beauty that is Emily Browning. Now, again, as we get into the later installments of Sexy Saturday, we're going to maybe discuss women that you might not know. We're never really going to do an episode here on Nicole Kidman or Angelina Jolie or or these well-known women who were were quite lovely at their peak. Uh, These are just going to be women who are not as well known because it also gives me the opportunity to to do a filmography on them and it, the bigger actresses like the aforementioned you know, like Bullock and Kidman may and I do like a more fleshed out thing so these sexy Saturdays are women that I do find attractive at a certain time of their age but also I like to do a little retrospective so Emily Browning is still quite young because she got her break when she was very young. So she's only 34 years old and she's from that long line of Australian actresses. Nicole Kidman, of course, being one of them, Naomi Watts, Kate Blanchett, Margot Robbie, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And the best way I would describe Emily Browning's beauty, and look, I would tell, I would be honest and say that she's not as beautiful now as, as when she was uh, younger, like in her low 20s. And she kinda, I wouldn't say has the Brooke Shields effect, because Brooke Shields was gorgeous, but something about her face was just beautiful when she was very young, like 14, 15, 16. And if, if you know anything about Brooke Shields, I would definitely recommend, there's a, a documentary on Hulu that she does where she talks about her experiences being in movies like Paper Moon and Blue Lagoon and these movies, Endless Love, where she's very sexualized at a very, very young age and, and how that affected her. And then something happened with Brooke Shields where... As she got older, she her face got more masculine, her body got more masculine. So I'm not saying Emily Browning's like that at all, but Emily Browning's beauty, like true peak beauty, was when she was very young. Or I wouldn't say very young, but like in her low 20s. So her beauty, I think, could be best described as like porcelain skin. I mean, this girl has the the most porcelain skin that that you can uh, imagine in that it's just white as white can be and she's very short she's one of those uh fun sizes she's only five one and if you ever look at her she is pale 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 big brown eyes and just very very short so she got her big break in the series of unfortunate events movie, the 2004 Lemony Snickets. I have not seen this movie because I think this movie is, is really meant for kids. But she did some small stuff before that, like Ned Kelly in 2003. Again, this is going to be Australia. Australia! And it's got some Australian actors in it, like Orlando Bloom and Heath Ledger. So she's got a role in that as well as Ned Kelly's daughter. Darkness Falls is a horror movie. She was in that in 2003. But really, it's it's Lemony Snicket. So Lemony Snicket is the Jim Carrey movie. And she plays, I believe, the oldest of the, the kids, Violet Baudelaire. 
So that's where she gets her break. She's only like 14 in this movie. And you can see the porcelain skin beauty that she is at that age. So after that, she graduates from high school and doesn't really do movies for about five years. Then she does the horror movie, The Uninvited. This is a movie that's got Emily Browning and Elizabeth Banks and David Strathairn. I don't like horror movies. Then her next big break is Sucker Punch. So Sucker Punch is the movie where it's a bunch of girls that are in a kind of like in an asylum and she plays baby doll. So she's got the lead in this movie and it's done by Zack Snyder of, I guess, DC fame, Superman fame. This movie's interesting. It's got some other young, well-known actresses in it as well. And she has the super blonde, platinum blonde dyed hair in this movie. And Again, it's, it's a very Snyder-esque looking movie in terms of the visual effects. But she's, she, she does a good job in this movie. That year, she also does Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty is a fascinating movie. So <laughs> it's an Australian movie. It's directed by Julia Lee. And it's essentially, she plays a university student who's strapped for cash. And she ends up taking this job where, I don't know how to describe this movie, it's these old men who pick girls who are sleeping. And you know what? I think it's better if I just read the blog from IMDb because I think it's going to do it justice. But it is a strange movie. She takes up a part-time high-paying job with a mysterious group that caters to rich men who like the company of nude, sleeping young women. Lucy is required to sleep alongside paying customers and be absolutely submissive to their erotic desires fulfilling their fantasies by voluntarily entering into physical unconsciousness. The movie is strange, as the name would suggest. Now, I will tell you, in this movie, she is quite striking. I think she, in this movie, she's probably 22, 23, and they cast her very well in this movie because this movie, like if you look at the, uh, the, the poster for it, it looks like a, I would say like a... Grand Odalisque, if you know the, the painting by, by Andre from the, the mid-19th century, it has that kind of neoclassical romantic period of art kind of look to it. And it's just, it, she's very casted very well in this movie. And the movie is strange. It's not as sexual as you would think the movie would be. And I don't believe she's in any sex scenes at all, to be fair. It's more of like one of those psychological movies, but it's a very strange premise. So she's in that movie. And then she does, you know, just Magic Magic 2013, The Host. You know, these are movies that are just not doing much. The Host does have Saoirse Ronan in it, uh, but it's, 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 it's not that well received. 2014, she does a movie called Plush. Plush is directed by Catherine Hardwick. And she's got the lead in that along with her boyfriend at the time, Xavier Samuel. Um, to me, it's nothing special. 2014, she does the movie Pompeii. This is Paul W.S. Anderson as opposed to Wes Anderson and P.T. Anderson. Let's take a break. about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So as I mentioned, there's a lot of Anderson directors. He's the one that, that does a lot of movies with his wife, Mila Jovovich. So he does a lot of those action movies, like a lot of the zombie movies that he does, like Resident Evil and stuff like that. 2015, she does Legend, don't know this movie. Shangri-La Suite, don't know this movie. Golden Exits in 2017, don't know this movie. Monica in 2022, don't know this movie. So she starts going into television around this time. I probably know her from American Gods. She has a pretty large role in that show for four years, and she plays Laura Moon. So some of you might know that. So she's, as Rebecca Ferguson also did a star show, as we talked about her in her Sexy Saturday, The White Queen. So she does that from 2017 to 2021. During that time, she does The Affair. If you've seen that, uh, Dominic, Dominic West and Ruth Wilson show on Showtime. She has a reoccurring role in the later seasons of that one where she plays a little tart because that's what she's good at. So, and that's pretty much it. You know, she, as I mentioned, in 2023, she does have, or 2022, she did this movie called Monica. The most recent thing she's done is Class of 07, which is over on Amazon Prime. And it's essentially, it's a strange premise, but it's it's an all-girl high school reunion and tidal wave hits. And it's essentially how they can maneuver their way through this catastrophe. Uh, a lot of people have compared it to Yellow Jackets over on Showtime. I can't tell you because I don't watch Yellow Jackets. But either way, so she still is acting. Again, she's still very young. She's only 34 years old. But I think she has a striking beauty. And, in, in, you know, in, like in Class of 07, she plays it down. She doesn't glam up. But when she glams up, she just has a very unique face. And there's something, as I've mentioned, especially in the early episodes of Sexy Saturday when I did people like Emma Rossum and Amanda Seyfried I, and Elle Fanning, I like women that have this very kind of sweet, virtuous, very pale skin. I have a very type, like lithe, pale skin look and Emily Browning uh, at her peak definitely fit that criteria. So I'll post a poll over the Facebook Cinema Rag group and you let me know what you think of Emily Browning. There'll be a link in the episode notes. Also, please rate and review for the Cinema Rag. It just helps the algorithm make this channel grow. And there's a link for PayPal and also there's a link to the website that hosts the Eclectical Gregorio feed. But honestly, the best way to check out all these episodes is going to be on Spotify and or on Apple. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.